0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone, on all things FPL related. Game week one has come and gone. Left in its wake is two fantastically charming podcasters and my partner in crime to, you know, carry the show along with me, it's sitting beside me, Seamus. How are we feeling?
1: Um awesome. Yeah? Fucking stoked man. Mm. Uh, FPL is back,
0: baby so happy to have football again on our screens it felt good it was a hectic uh, weekend the two of us were off on travel so we weren't at home in the luxury of our, our man caves uh, looking at the games we were you know tactical tactical peaks at the old twitter and live score throughout the weekend i, I imagine yeah, yeah
1: we may be fbl veterans 13 years playing this game now but we made some rookie mistakes this week like booking you know some holidays and time away with our significant others I thought you were talking about
0: your marriage I was <laughs> <thinking>. <laughs> some rookie mistakes Seamus no <laughs> I mean the, the rookie mistake
1: it. was you know booking a night away from me and my wife and then realising oh shit this is like on Friday night the first game in the Premier League season
0: I blame her parents it was her birthday I know. I would. I
1: blame me. I could have easily booked away a Thursday night. Her birthday was actually Thursday, not Friday. No, no. Yeah. So that was my fault.
0: It was a, a hell of a weekend to kind of miss out a little bit on because uh, starting from Friday night with the Liverpool Norwich game, there was just you know constant updates. Twitter was on fire. Yeah. Uh, everyone buzzing in the. Yeah. It was good though in a way because I was. I've been on Twitter
1: all week. I've been looking at my team all week. I've held off making you know. Tinkers on my team and left it relatively untouched between like Monday and Thursday. Then I made some changes Thursday night and I kept them on Friday. So it was good then on Friday to just step away from that, look at my team just like an hour before deadline and go, no, no, I'm going to trust my instincts here and kind of walk away from Twitter because at that stage it's just
0: rate my team central and just panic city. So I was like. I always get really anxious about whether I saved my captain choice right. And even though I. No, I did. I look at it maybe 20 times uh, just to make sure it's saved and if I reload the page and click it, it's like, okay, fine, now I can only blame myself.
1: Yeah, the panic is real or yeah. something like that but considering
0: that Salah was my captain in every single draft
1: team I made all yeah. season, I'm pretty sure that was good. Okay. But I saw some people who like didn't change their vice captain which didn't really come to play in the end but... Like, there was people there who had Ederson vice-captain I
0: saw in our mini-leagues and things like that. Do you think that was intentional? No, completely not intentional. (laughs) Okay, well, they got away with it. But yeah, starting with Friday night, uh, I think the majority of, what, something like 40-50% of FPL managers had their captain playing in that and had serious ownership in the Liverpool team in general. And, uh, you know, I don't think they were left disappointed. I think the biggest disappointment... uh, for, you know, FPL players out there would probably be Mane starting on the bench. There's a few people that would have punted on him, but I mean that was always likely after the African Cup, so tough shit really. Uh but outside of that, um I suppose Robertson with his two point return, considering you know, Trent got an assist, Van Dyke got a goal, uh, you know, they all kind of got returns for their owners. Really
1: yeah. happy with the Van Dijk goal. Um Robertson, I went Robertson over Trent in the end after speaking up Trent so much in preseason, saying he was one of the first names in my team sheet. Yeah, in the preseason, uh, it was that community shield game that kind of gave me the jitters. Um, I wasn't really too worried about game week one.
0: When you say that community shield game gave me the jitters, did you have Trent in your team like before the community shield and took him out?
1: It's hard to recall now at this stage. I think I did, yeah. I okay. think I took him out after that. Um. And immediately afterwards, I was like, "Okay, everyone's going to get the shits now uh, at this, and they're going to be like afraid to keep, you know, uh, Trent in their yeah. team because they were like going to be worried that he came
0: off on sixty whatever minutes." Yeah, but which I, I think just to address that is, and I know we would have talked about it last week, but it's a legitimate concern in the sense that you know Gomez is going to want minutes. I think Klopp is going to want to give Gomez minutes, and Matip is uh, going to want minutes as well. So I think in comparison, you know, to Robertson, don't forget Lovren. Oh, don't forget Laverne. Yeah, but in comparison to Robertson, Trent is far less assured. Yeah. Uh,
1: what swung wrong for me was I thought he's going to start game week one. Yeah. I think he's going to be a really good option against those weaker teams. He's not going to get rotated. He's probably more likely to get rotated in game week two, or well, in other game weeks, but in game weeks where they're playing. Man City or Spurs yeah. and stuff like that. So, game of three
0: against Arsenal, you're thinking maybe they That Gomez could be
1: show. a game there where they're kind of going, well, if Aubameyang's playing on the left or something like that, then maybe we need to have, like, somebody who can kind of defend a bit better. Put yeah. Gomez yeah. out there, he seems to have a huge amount of trust in Gomez. But what really swung it for me was the fact that they've got that... What's it, the European Super Cup? Yeah. Um, Which is midweek this week, and it's before game week two. So, I could easily see him being... Um, being benched for game week two just because he played two games in yeah. you know
0: four or five days and doesn't you know and then give Gomez as a chance at right back I don't know but look he but Trent picked up, picked up his assist and I think we're going to see that quite a bit throughout the season I'm sure he'll you know he had a couple of dangerous balls in there so you know nothing shocking stuff we've discussed all preseason, and you know I'm glad to see that there's a, a, bit, of, a bit of a question mark over you know, the Liverpool defence and which ones you want because you want people kind of guessing, you don't want too much of a template to form you want people kind of not having Robertson and Van Dijk. Uh you know, you want some having Trent and some having Van Dyke. You, know, you want to kind of mix up some of the Alisson yeah. they were actually way worse off, weren't they? Uh, Allison owners? Yeah. yeah
1: I didn't even know about that injury till after the game as I said, Friday night, away, out for dinner convinced the wife to go for an early dinner boom, back in time to the hotel bar to watch the Liverpool game Hotel bars not showing any football. God damn it. So, uh, yeah, we meet up with a couple of friends, and I've got to be Mr. Social and not be looking at my phone every two minutes. I can ignore my wife if it's just her, but mm-hmm. I can't ignore multiple people because then I'm the bad guy, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, anyway, um, checked my phone, went outside uh, for a sneaky uh, toilet break yeah. uh, around uh, just before halftime. I think it was 3 at the time. Van Dyke had scored, Salah had scored and gotten an assists. I was like, happy days. Mm. I left my phone off for the rest of it Then it only afterwards I heard about the Allison injury Yeah. But that's leading to its own transfer uh, movements I've seen this week Ederson is getting massively purchased As is David De Gea
0: Yeah, I've seen uh, David De Gea At a big old haul this week Interesting that he picked up two bonus points After you know a formal <laughs> win for United But look, we'll get into all of that We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves Let's bring it back down to earth a bit uh, with our teams and the state of play in general. Yeah. Now we didn't talk for the guts of the week before we started recording. When we both talked last week, we would have had our teams, uh, you know, in the state that they were and discussed them. Some bits changed, and one way or another, we both came out with essentially the same team.
1: Yeah, pretty much the exact same team. Only difference is being what was it you I went have, with dunk yeah and ederson mm-hmm. after me speaking up ederson all preseason, yeah. and you were going for the heat and then pope and double ederson,
0: up yeah exactly well i was going with ryan actually was
1: button. it yeah it oh ryan and button yeah. okay uh well i decided okay you know what i'm gonna go for zinchenko over ederson save that 0.5 million which i then put in the bank um you but, 0.5 in the bank 0.5 in the bank oh, okay which is kind of good i just didn't know what to do with it yeah. It was either a goal from Fraser yeah. up to Sigurdsson, but I said I'd stick with Fraser. Look, neither did anything anyway, yeah. but I'll come back to that. Um, yeah, and uh, you went with Dunk. Uh, I went with Pope and Gold. Yeah. Pope got, what, 8 points? Dunk got 11 points. Yeah, that's um, where sort of the difference lay. Zinchenko and Ederson kind of covered each other, and that was kind of the differences.
0: Which makes it far easier for us on the pod, because we don't have to spend time discussing each other's teams. We basically have, at the moment, one team. I'm interested to see how we break away <clears throat> from it. But uh, we, I got eighty nine points this week. Came in at an overall rank of three hundred and forty three k. There must have been one more difference, so because I got eighty five. Well, well,
1: did Heaton get? Or did Pope maybe I get seven?
0: Jatta, did, did you, what? Did Pope maybe have seven? No, Pope got eight.
1: No, I think we like let's go through your team there. So Wilson, Jatta have both of those guys. Yes. Sterling, Salah, we both had those guys. Um, we both captains Salah. Um, so as I said, once I saw Salah had. Got that uh, goal and assist and was kind of amazingly on for some bonus points. I was uh, delighted. And mm-hmm. Van Dijk's goal mm-hmm. kind of justified why I would have been picking him pre-season. I was saying he's going to get lots of goals this season. Fraser, Perez. Yeah, so Perez and Jota were my two points. your two points It was kind of disappointing to see them do nothing on Sunday as yeah. the day played out.
0: Jota and Wilson.
1: Oh, Ederson got seven. That's why. Mm. How did Ederson get seven? Do you get a save point or a
0: bonus? You got a bonus. Oh, you got a save point. But um, looking at your overall rank, where did you come this week? You got an overall score of 85 points. I think the both of us are pretty happy with our scores this week. You oh, yeah. yeah. 85 points. I'll take that. Um, the average like worth noting was
1: 65. Mm. I don't know if I've ever seen a, an average score in the
0: 70s. I don't think so. Maybe not, but it's yeah. just I was surrounded. By Maybe a teams. double
1: game week yeah. or something.
0: I had so many uh, you know fucking players returning points this week
1: followed the same path as last season game week 1 last season was quite a high scoring uh, game week um, yeah. I ended up getting 101 or 103 points or something game week 1 last season uh, for like a game week 1 rank of 5000 now I end up finishing 22k you bring um, that
0: up don't you Seamus
1: no but I'm just saying it got, <laughs> it got worse it didn't yeah. sound like getting off to a good start is guaranteed to get you you know top 5k finish yeah um this season, Not my, quite my game week one rank <laughs> is five ninety three k, which is fine. It's five point nine million players, so that's like top ten k, top ten percent right yeah. now. And I'll take that for game week. If you, if I end up getting a game week rank of five ninety three every single game week for the rest of the season, yeah. I'll probably win FPL. I think yeah. is that what they said? Like you need an average game week rank or something like? I think it's something like five hundred k or something like that or four hundred k. If you got that every single week, you would just start, like dropping down the ranks until you were like number one, really. pretty pretty early. So, Man, I'll, take so I'll take it. Um, yeah. I'll take it. It's like it's a bit bittersweet. Yeah. I have to I have to talk to myself and say, don't be like disappointed that you know you're not higher, because a I've got the thoughts of last season where I had a really good game week, and b just by Saturday night like my game week rank was something like. 240,000 yeah. and it just that Man United game killed me even though I was a United fan I was screaming well not screaming but I was delighted seeing James score and Pogba getting assists and all this stuff Pogba getting two assists Rashford. Yeah.
0: no I was the same I think it was interesting in the sense that this week uh, for me and you obviously because of how similar teams are the week just got progressively worse in the sense that, like you know, all our team, we had most of our team played by Saturday evening, yeah. and I was going, okay, so this is how the land lies. Even before the Spurs game, it was like, okay, you know, everything's looking fine. We don't have Kane, so if Kane, you know, up to the eighty minute hadn't done shit, it's like. Okay, everything's going fine. The Kane owner is gonna, you know, not get anything here. Boom! Kane gets his, uh, gets his brace, and then on the Sunday you have Aubameyang getting a goal, and then you have United players coming in. So you had all of these differentials kind of <sighs> kicking in. It yeah, was, it was it
1: was just kind of like a bit of a like, okay, stop. Yeah, just, just like, stop. Jesus, everyone, everyone can't just fire in the one yeah. game week.
0: Oh no, way they absolutely can, and they yeah. have. And that
1: doesn't happen so often, though. I mean, how many times does it happen where? Game week, Serling gets a hat-trick and, you know, Santa Kane a blanks a and Aubameyang blanks oh, yeah. and people who've got Kane and Aubameyang going, oh my God, they
0: had such good fixtures. No. So, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, I liked it though. It, it kind of, you know, it kicks a lot of dust in the air. I think it will give people, no, I wouldn't say false hope, but it will definitely kind of convince uh, people of, you know, this, they, loads of people that this is, I've made the right decision. Yeah. And it kind of brings to mind the biggest question that came out of it, I think, this week, which was, you know, something that people faced before we went into it with the two premium players or three premium players. Like, what do you do? Do you go for that little bit more balance in your team with the two premium players or do you just go balls to the wall, no pun intended, with three premium players? And do you think this week affected that anyway? Like, it affected your opinion on it?
1: Uh, for me, it didn't. Uh, I'll tell you why. Yeah, the premium players did really well. I mean, you were talking about having three premium players for a lot of preseason. You were going to have Kane in there. And I I immediately thought about you, and I thought, all right, how well would Gerard be doing if he had, you know, Kane as well? But really, the teams I saw that did really well with Kane, Sterling, and uh, Salah, Mm. most of them still Captain Salah, Uh, it really comes down to your differentials. So the reason I didn't have an amazing game week this week is because my different well, I would say my differentials, but like my cheaper players like Jota, Perez, yeah, and to a lesser extent Fraser, mm. but especially Jota and Perez did nothing. Yeah, if Jota was Barnes, I'm on ninety eight points. Yeah, and I'm laughing, you know. But you know that that's the all that's the only difference. So people are kind of going, oh yeah, I went with three premiums. This strategy is totally yeah. works. Like yeah, it's totally working because you got Duncan as your fourth or fifth striker. And well, I didn't, and that's the reason why you're ten points ahead of me. Well, more so. so Save your scoffing until later. I mean, there's a bit of luck there that don't gets an assist and then gets the three bonus points.
0: I don't think it's about as much of the the peripheral the kind of peripheral players doing a bit as much as it is that everyone delivering in one week. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. more rare because I mean you'll always have someone's kind of fringe players picking up the points uh, one week and yours didn't. Do you know uh, that happens every week? That is kind of how the you know people up to higher kind of higher tiers of the league kind of move up is those kind of french players mm. but i mean on a week like this where absolutely every kind of anyone that had put any thought whether it was a large amount or just looked at it on the deadline game week one deadline day yep. they, they would have been rewarded like anyone that looked at many United went oh look you can get Juan Bissaka they've spent a shit on of defence they have it now they're going to be fantastic and went fuck it I'm getting two many United players
1: yeah so that's one thing I've seen is I've I've been you and I have been looking at our Premier League teams for like that's what four weeks yeah. kind of going oh yeah this guy this guy's XG is that and this guy's you know performance over the last 10 games of the season indicates this and blah 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 yeah. and nerding it up and I'm sure a lot of listeners here are but then there's like lads that I know that were off in the piss and grease for like a week last week and like got the flight back like Friday morning and we're listening to the podcast and going, oh, I must do my fancy Premier League team here. And yeah, maybe we can take try and take credit here and say, oh, they heard our podcast and didn't immediately fall asleep, I you know, and they kind of <laughs> uh, picked up one or two pointers. But then, no, they just went, you know what, I'm a magnetic fan, I go Rashford, I go Wan-Bissaka, you know, um, I get all of these players in and look, all the tried and trusted, trusted players from last year did the business and you can't argue with that. Yeah. But there's no way you can take this information this week and kind of go. Oh, I know what's going to happen next week.
0: Well, that's why I like the fact that everyone. It's kind of the, That's kind of the juxtaposition of why <clears throat> such a high-scoring week, you know, kind of is bittersweet in the sense... Or it kind of works in the sense that, basically. You know, you 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 still haven't got questions answered. We still don't know how. Many United are going to do in the long term, do you know. But people now that have won Besaka and or McGuire yeah. are going to, you know, be going. Well, they've just kept out beat Chelsea four 0 Not everyone, obviously, but you know, a lot of people they're going to be like stuck and going. Well, you know, I'm, I'm convinced now, Man United. You know, that's the yeah. that's the way into the into the defense. Chelsea are going to be shit. I'm not convinced Chelsea are going to be shit. You know, I looked at a shitty game week one for Chelsea, but a lot of value still in that team. You look at the likes of Tammy Abraham. You're going okay. He started that game. Frank Lampard obviously fancies him as the you know number nine right now. That could change or that could get cemented. That's something I'm still going to bear in mind.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I wasn't looking so much at Tammy Abrams. I mean, immediately I, my thoughts were, oh, Tammy Abrahams is starting. That means he's his preferred choice. Yeah. Batshuayi oh, and Giroud, Giroud came on, didn't he? He did, yeah, 60 minutes. But Batshuayi didn't. And uh, I was kind of going, okay, so Tammy Abrams obviously is got the lead here. Next <laughs> thing I saw, Alonso isn't starting. Um, and Emerson... Uh, was playing left back. Yeah. Who also, by the way, had a great game and had a real attacking threat, could have had a load of goals and is now really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um there's also the audition for who's going to play alongside Rudiger once he comes back. Zuma didn't do too well by giving away a penalty Zuma straight had away. A nightmare of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah both him and Christensen are five million. So if it becomes more clear who's going to take like up that Chelsea have a great run of games coming up. So yeah. I don't care that they've lost four 0 That was a kind of shit team that they mm-hmm. put out there. They had Barkley, Mason, Mount. They didn't even start Pulisic. Man, uh, I know William. Shit, a
0: team that was. I mean, that. Could Kante very... didn't start.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at their best team, you're gonna have Kante and Jorginho in yeah. central midfield. I mean, I assume you're gonna have Pulisic over this Mason Mount guy, who I know has been tearing it up in preseason, but like it well, the sp-
0: also has that you know history with Mount from with Derby, from Derby yeah so I get it
1: but I mean like this is a guy who played championship last, last season and now we're saying oh this guy is like what ahead of Poulositu they bought for whatever million hundred million no I know they didn't pay that much for him but mm. uh, so my second can is gonna I'm just gonna have to open another can here apologies guys <laughs> <sighs> okay um, sip a beer for the working man sip a beer for the working man yeah. and yeah basically that's it feels like a wait and see uh, Emerson is the one that interests me the most. But I think, you know, United... The Chelsea were better than United for a lot of the first half. Yeah, no big time. And United were lucky to keep clean
0: sheets. Yeah, they just got two
1: quick flyer goals. Team. Yeah, Kill yeah. their spirits.
0: I'm... I'm not entirely convinced on... I didn't even know we were going to end up talking about the United match as long as we did. We're still talking about that premium striker or premium uh, player kind of conundrum. Mm. But yeah, since we're talking about it, is like I definitely would love United to become an option this uh, you know, this season, uh, not just as a United fan, but as an FPL player. I was very happy to see Martial score. I was like, okay, cool. Okay. He was yeah. someone I had in my team before. Uh, you know, At the end of it, I kind of basically was flicking between Sigurdsson and, uh, and Martial. <clears throat> I was going, do I go with a little bit of a punt? And then I decided to play a bit more safe and uh, get Ederson in. So that's kind of where I swap some money around. I get it. But like I'm happy to see Rashford and Pogba, I thought, look rubbish out there. Uh, two assists was flattering because I'm just going wow, where's well, his
1: head at I'll put it this way once it became apparent that you know um, Pag was staying mm. um, now I mean I guess he could still go to European club because European yeah. transfer they're Hansen, the like, but it. They're, they're not going to sell now with no chance to replace him yeah. that's the thing because they're already short in midfield yeah. okay? we'll just get the United talk out of the way here real quick um, he had a muck first half he yeah. was awful he, like, he does this thing where he just wants to show everyone how strong he's in the ball or how skillful he is so every time he got the ball in the first half he waited for somebody to come near him yeah. so he could kind of hold them off but what yeah. was happening was two players would come over so he'd hold one guy off and the other guy would come in and nick the ball away from him yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like that happened a couple of times he didn't learn from it or he'd try and do like a pirouette yeah. and he just like lost but the that's ball that's classic Pogba you know yeah and he was but he did improve second half um, Look, you know looking, that looking charge his- through that 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 he made through the, the gap there to play in uh, James to score was class. That ball he played through for Rashford, who took it down like a champ. Rashford looked on fire. Mm. He looked so sharp. Um, but you're right. Martial was the guy who was in that same price point as Fraser, Sigurdsson, and Mora. Those were the four I was looking for, my 7.5 million to 8 million yeah. midfielder. Went for Fraser, because I said I'm not going to go for any United players until I feel you know, more confident that they're playing well.
0: Hard run
1: of games. I mean, that Chelsea game on paper is a hard game. Wolves away next is a hard game. Yeah. So I'm going to hold off. I'm not making any game week two transfers. But but they're on the watch list. Yo, Martial is is definitely on the watch list. Freya. Rashford seems like a small bit overpriced for me. I don't think I can reach for him. No.
0: What's Rashford coming in at? 8.5. Yeah. I think if he starts scoring what he did this week, uh, every week, you would have 8.5. 8.5 8.5 will look pretty juicy that, but,
1: that would you know assume mean we think he's going to hit 20 plus goals this week season and I don't think that's going to happen
0: well we'll see uh, I mean like I definitely wouldn't rule it out but you know uh,
1: yeah I'm not going to rule it out either but I'm not I just I feel like he'll go through a dry spell
0: so basically bringing it back to that 3 premium versus 2 premium mm-hmm. theory I think we're both in agreement that First of all, you know one week, uh, worth of data isn't enough to kind of make your mind up on that, and you know
1: it comes down. I think I think the three premiums, question comes down to who are your, you know, cheap enablers. Yeah, you know the likes of McGinn. If you had him this week, this is what I mean. I'm seeing people kind of going, "Oh, I smashed a hundred points this week." It's like because I had Salah, Sterling, and and Kane. It's like no, you. It's because you had those, and you also had McGinn, and you also had. Dunk and you also had one Basaka. are you, you telling know?
0: me you don't think Dunk is going to get 11 points every week
1: no I think he will get 11 points every week and be the highest point scorer in the game
0: I'm glad we're in agreement but
1: you know some weeks he'll get 12 and some yep. weeks he'll get 10 but on average 11 I think is a,
0: a favourite you know an honest way to look at it yeah when I was uh, kind of looking at writing the episode for tonight I kind of you know obviously you look straight to the big teams like Liverpool which we already discussed regards to Norwich City and I thought, you know what? Is there even much point talking to you know about City and Liverpool too much now? I know we discussed Liverpool, but when you look at City, you know I mean, the City's worth the mention because yeah. it did smash well, West Ham. Of course, you have to talk about them, but like I was just surprised at how little we're gonna have to talk about them because it's pretty much went to script.
1: Yeah, there was very a lot of people were saying, "Oh, that West Ham isn't a great game." I was like, "Man, West Ham were shit last year." I yeah. know they played well against some of the big teams, but yeah, I it went. Ex- I predicted on Twitter very start of the game. This is going to be four 0 as soon as the start lineups. They were playing uh, Rice and Wilshire as their screening backs. Okay, I know Rice is good, but like Rice and Wilshire, man, I was like, they're going to kill them, yeah. even with Jesus up front. Uh, Sterling had uh, or Jesus had a goal ruled out from VAR uh, so that would have been another assist for Serling yep. uh, Aguero comically missed his penalty and then got the opportunity to retake it yeah. so that seems really harsh on Fabianski owners who just got a penalty save
0: I was watching a match today and as we said we didn't really see a whole lot of football and I you know, caught up on it last night and watching it I saw Aguero miss the penalty and I was like what the fuck? Uh, I don't remember. He didn't miss <laughs> I know, this week. Yeah. And I don't remember Fabian getting the penalty save. And then I, you know, obviously watched a bit longer and I was like, oh. Match of the
1: Day was interesting this yeah. week because there was those things with VAR. Uh, I was driving home from Cork yeah. and like trying my best not to crash and my watch kept coming up with alerts saying... Man City, 4-0 Man City, 5-0 Man City. Mm -hmm. I was like really tempted to like try and get my phone out of my pocket to see who scored and then Mm -hmm. I came back and I was like hat trick,
0: yes, get in. You're going to be the poster boy for why you shouldn't have smartwatches and drive.
1: I did not crash that car. In fact, if I didn't and my phone was vibrating, I definitely would have reached into my pocket to see what the vibrations were for.
0: Well, now that that's on air, we're going to have a Holistic, whole list of complaints. Yeah, the only thing is, live score on
1: my watch doesn't say who the goal scorer is. So that's why it was annoying. <laughs> I could see the scores, but yeah, not well.
0: And you're kind of in tune with every second that passes. And
1: I was just happy that De Bruyne wasn't getting goals when I saw all that because he got like an assist. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I'm happy. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, clean sheet for Zinchenko. I'm okay with that what else uh, Mahrez surprised me getting yeah. three assists didn't even think he'd start yeah. Bernardo the birthday boy didn't come on and play a minute well, weird he
0: was obviously hung over from the night before yeah a lot of people got stung by that but um, I was actually surprised you went with Zinchenko because of how you know as you mentioned you've been talking up Ederson and the fact that Zinchenko is essentially a transfer away that happened, would you say?
1: No, I, 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 don't think so. And what happened, what convinced me was myself talking to other people on Twitter all week.
0: Well, to yourself.
1: Yeah. So one thing I was just like, I had this like 2% doubt in my mind that Ederson may be rested for the first game of the season and Bravo might get an extra game, mm-hmm. um, because he played so well in preseason and peps talked him up and Ederson came back late from Copa America and things like that. Um, but, you know, goalkeepers don't need as long to yeah. recover from blah, blah, blah. Uh, but with Sinchenko, I was like, man, I remember last season. Mendy was like always two weeks away or one week away from coming back from injury. And he never came back from injury. He's just like constantly injured. And I don't well, think the Pep trusts him. It uh, started the last season, but once he got injured and he came back. Remember he came back there for a couple of weeks and then he was gone again for yeah, ages. Yeah, and yeah. he just kind of has... He also seems like a bit of a go. He seems actually really funny, but he just seems like not professional. Yeah. And that seems like the sort of thing that Pep, to me, would drive Pep mad. I, so I don't know Pep. Like, you
0: think it's Zinchenko's spot to lose then?
1: Yes. But can we talk about, what's his name, Walker's fucking tribute to Pep Guardiola? The baller? <laughs> Shaved his head just so he can look like Pep Guardiola so he won't like get dropped.
0: What? I don't even know what you're talking about
1: have you not seen his haircut
0: I've seen his I don't think it's a haircut I think he's a shaved head yeah he shaved
1: his head well that's a type of haircut no
0: yeah but what part of the yeah okay well
1: I think he's just trying to look like Pep Guardiola so he won't get dropped for this new Cancelo guy coming in
0: do you not think mother nature has a bit more to say in it than that
1: no, I think it's exactly like what I said. You I know, I've talked to... deeply about this, but I think he's Tell missed the
0: trick. Twitter fucking rabbit hole. You've
1: he had just out. looks like a tall Zableta. Every time I'm walking, every every time I'm walking, every time I'm watching him play, he just looks like a tall Zableta. Now, albeit a fucking lightning fast one, because he fucking that assist he got was great, by the way. So yeah, I'm, I thought he, uh, I thought he might. Um, start losing his place with this new Cancelo guy coming in who's underpriced at 5.5
0: amazing price I don't think it is underpriced because he is going to be battling for that right back spot with Walker so like when you look at City's defence after Christmas he'll be number one uh, you're just going saying that now I mean if Walker puts in a display like he did uh, you know I think he has to yeah which is what Pep wants and I think with you know League Cups and Champions League and stuff we're definitely going to see rotation this is Mm. going to be Something similar to, you know, Gomez and Trent in the sense that you might be right. I think it might reverse to, you know, maybe by the end of the season, Cancelo is the number one right back and it's Walker taking minutes off him. But right now I'm not touching uh, City right back and I'm not really too convinced about Sinchenko over Mendy. I mean, I think you might be right. I think think he's safe
1: for like four or five weeks anyway, by which stage I'm like, you know what, that's fine. That's all I want. Four or five weeks. And then i well, probably. Whole,
0: one of your philosophies at the start of the season was, uh, before in preseason, was I'm not getting in players who, you know, uh, have, are new to the league. And like Zachenko kind of counts as a player that. I know he played in this last week, but he's not a starter. He's never been a starter in the league, has he? Uh,
1: he, he started, I think, the last 11 games of last season in a row. Um, and even before that, he was playing semi consistently. Yeah. He was in and he was out. I think he's gotten favour with pep and i think as long as the fixtures are good he starts i think if it's i think he's trusted against against Liverpool, yeah against salah when he was marking him in the community shield didn't look too great but anyway. yeah he was exposed a bit he's not a brilliant defender he's like a winger who was turned into defender
0: he's still a bit green behind ears
1: yeah he's young and he looks like the Yeah. i'm just saying <laughs> but he yeah i think he's gonna be trusted against the likes of who was at west ham yeah i think he's gonna be trusted against those guys and like who's their next game? The next game's against Spurs. He could be dropped against Spurs now. This could be horrible. I could be just eating my own words. See, yeah, I don't even know if he will the be dropped against
0: Spurs. I think it is his spot to lose right now. Uh, I think Pep wants him to succeed in that spot. Yeah. Uh, because you know he likes kind of players that he's brought into the team and made it himself. And like I know Mendy uh, was his buy as well, but yeah. Mendy has shown uh, you know kind of a different side to himself lately. And yeah, I think it is Encenco to lose, but like. We've talked about City way longer than I we'd Yeah, before. we have. we have. Especially <laughs> Zinchenko.
1: Why are we spend so long talking about the fullbacks?
0: Yeah, this is the same shit we had to talk about before the season started. It was like, is Zinchenko a rotation risk? You know, blah, blah, blah. No, I think... Only um, time will
1: tell, but I feel confident. I talked to other people on Twitter and I was like, nah, look, Mendy ain't never coming back. Mendy may come back in game week six or seven. And if he does, then maybe I'll swap over to Cancelo. Or maybe by that stage, it'll be clear who the... Chelsea centre back of choices yeah. or you know maybe even Emerson for Chelsea because he looked as I said he hit the post he
0: was testing De Gea you know no
1: fair enough move on let's move on
0: yeah, get, we'll get off this whole city thing that we'll spend five minutes talking about either way uh, I how about, want... how about how Poxy Kane was mm. two late goals like the first one
1: where there were actually you know what if I can say anything they were both totally different type of goals and they were both Totally Kane's type of goals. I
0: liked the second goal. I thought that was a good goal, but I mean, it in regards to the FPL, as we said a while ago, you know, you're looking at the match, 80 minutes gone, and you're thinking, oh, okay, in it, you know, worth noting in Dom in Dombalay getting a goal on his debut. I don't yeah, really expect probably. a whole lot of him this season, uh, you know, goals wise. No, uh, but he looked good. Uh, I thought he looked uh, kind of like a strong leader in the team. So I was like, okay, nice to see Spurs kind of yep. putting a bit of strength in the in the center of the park, and uh, yeah, Kane getting. Two late minutes or two like last minute uh, goals, which you know saved a lot of blushes. I think.
1: Yeah, it was. And Domblay, as you said, just to touch on that quickly, is going to make Spurs a better uh, team this year. Yeah. I feel he looked good. He looks like a useful Sissoko. Box to box, strong, powerful. Wouldn't be fucking hard. To I've heard affair. comparisons to like a young Yaya Toure. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. I mean, he looked good. I mean, yeah. he st- he struck his goal really well. Um, yeah. he was you know carrying the ball forward. He was strong yeah he looked good but Kane's two goals late on what I was saying is like the first goal was just like a ricochet in the box quick to react react slots past the keeper boom boom. that's a typical Kane goal he gets those type of goals the other type of goals he gets are where late on the game teams are flagging Aston Villa were kind of like ah, oh, we've lost the game at this point um, chasing back ball breaks to Kane takes a brilliant touch out of his feet bends the ball around the defenders keepers unsighted Bottom, bottom of the net you know back but the net.
0: To, to be fair to Kane owners out there like we're kind of saying oh it was a bit lucky and it was in the sense that it was left very late but Kane against Aston Villa is something you you know was a fixture oh, yeah. that you always oh, expected yeah. to score uh, you know Kane to score goals in so in that regard completely understand why people had him and captained him and you know again Kicking that dust in the air, making people go, okay, Kane. I'll hold on to him. I was, I was thinking maybe I'd transfer him out for Albamy at home to Burnley, but fuck it, maybe he'll score against City, and that's the kind of questions I want people thinking because right now, yeah. if I'm a Spurs owner, if I own like Lucas Moura, if I own Kane, I'll be, I'd be a little bit worried about City. I, I don't see uh, Spurs getting a result there
1: yeah I know mm, yeah, no, either do I but you gotta think of their game week 3 fixture coming mm-hmm. up afterwards. it's like their next two home games are really good in game weeks 3 and 5 well, Newcastle the... at home and Crystal Palace you know in game week 5 yeah.
0: that's the big question if, if Kane scores against City which again He's Spurs' lead, uh, leading man. I can easily see him banging in a header. He's on penalties. Yeah, exactly. There's VAR yeah. now, it, of course. So I mean, like Kane scoring is completely a, a possibility. So if he does bang in one, I know I'll be looking at game week three and that fixture at home to Newcastle. Goal. Newcastle going. Uh, oh shit! Do I make the move to to get in a fifth striker? And that kind of brings us on to you know the whole question. Preseason was heavy at the back. Or, you know, do we stick one guy up front? uh, You know, where do you kind of sacrifice that money? Because if you have that third striker, the vast majority of teams I've seen, it's because they've weakened their defence. And that paid off this week. You had defensive returns from Brighton. Oh, yeah. Heavy at the back worked. Yeah, it did. But, well, not so heavy at the back also worked.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything worked this week. It was was a really weird week. Mm -hmm. If you just went with good players, tried and trusted players, chances are you got, like... 75 70-75 75 70-75 plus points Yeah, I mean I've seen so many teams like all our mini leagues there's like Everton, like f- between 5 and 10 points between people at the top and people at the bottom
0: yeah everything keeping clean sheets you yeah. know I mean a lot of people a lot of teams that people have invested in you know all kind of delivered but there was a few disappointments out there and uh, And you know Largely looking at As you mentioned Leicester assets I think were a big Disappointment this week And the Wolves assets People were expecting A high score game Attacking wise
1: yeah But I mean they all got Their defensive assets Got clean sheets Pereira got the 3 bonus points He got 9 points You know Doherty still got 6 points Even though we all Were talking about
0: How overpriced he was Yeah they did Uh, I was talking about Kind of the more so, high kind of highly owned, talked about players preseason in the likes of Vardy, Perez, oh, yeah, yeah Jota, him and his. You know, but you're right. Of course, the defensive, to, you know, side of it did return some points, and again, it kind of leads into you know everything worked out this week. Uh, there was no uh, clear cut. Oh, my decision was better than yours. It's like, nah, not really. As you even, said it was your differential. Work. Even the likes of Wilson, yeah. still end up getting an assist. But well, I take know? that as a Wilson owner. I mean, I'm, Wilson owner
1: here too. Ooh. Um, and I very nearly went with King. So it was the it was kind of the cheaper kind of punts, as you said. King did nothing. Um, Fraser, hardly classed him as cheap, but he didn't do anything. Um, a lot of the new players, and this is why we said hold off on getting these new players. Okay, some guys started like Hilaire for West Ham. But, you know, Moise Keane didn't start for Everton. No. You know, uh, either did Sidibe. All right. And as actually one of the, one thing we should mention, Seamus Coleman was uh, all of a sudden a risk a rotation, uh, a, a rotation risk got right back as they signed C D B. Well that's um, actually
0: why I upgraded him to Dina
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden what happens? He gets fucking captaincy. So maybe he's not a risk. Well, I don't know what this city, I don't know what the purpose of getting C D B is if you're gonna make your right back
0: captain. I don't know either. I mean I think with Coleman as you saw with like you know, the likes of Ashley you know Ashley Young and there's lots of captains out there that Necessarily, uh, captain. Dare, when you're in the team, the captain. in kind of the team, because you're a leader and you're in the dressing room, you don't necessarily have to be starting every every game. I do think he will be at a risk of minutes.
1: Also, I thought he was already the captain. Who was the captain last year? If he wasn't, <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue.
0: Bro. He was captain two years ago, yep. before he
1: broke his leg. Well, I, yeah, or whatever. Maybe, maybe, um, but yeah, Moisey Keane didn't start. Um, not for too them. shocking. Yeah, who's the other guy they they've signed? They've signed a bunch, but I mean, there's somebody who signed left let me feel is it Welbeck no, no. he's gone to Watford, Watford. Watford. Yeah.
0: I haven't a clue, I'm blanking letting, right now you're letting the side down Pep, you shouldn't ask questions you don't know Pepe didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't start for Arsenal
1: Sabalas didn't start for Arsenal even Lacazette didn't start for Arsenal Louise didn't start for Arsenal you
0: know, there was a, a lot of a teams. lot of new
1: players didn't start and this is what we kind of said exercise caution I wasn't even I was even saying look don't touch Man United until we see how they play now that we see them playing well are kind of going, maybe we should get on Maguire. Maybe we should get on Mbisaka. They're already highly owned. Maguire looked glass. We're getting back onto United
0: again. I'm stepping off, sorry. Yeah, stepping off. <laughs> but getting back to, you know, kind of disappointments and whatnot this, this week, what was your biggest disappointment in your team? Uh, biggest disappointment was, was Perez. Well, for you?
1: Yeah, Jota at least had a couple of chances. He got into the box at one stage before he fell over his own feet. Mm-hmm. He looked threatening. There was a time there where... Jimenez got through on goal and he had a chance to shoot and he stopped and he tried to find, he had a chance to try and find Yata. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if he can get uh, Yata in there now, that could be a goal. But look, Yata at least had chances. So yeah, Perez didn't have any chances. Yeah. So yeah no key s- passes, I don't believe. No
0: shots, uh, nothing. He, was, he looked okay, but he was on the right. I didn't see the Leicester Wolves game. I uh, didn't make it. Boring, yeah. It sounded boring. boring. I wasn't too upset with Perez as a two pointer in the sense that, like, he's kind of a punt player in my team. Uh like he's a 6.5 can, uh Three pointer. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. Six point five that I can you know upgrade to you know the likes of Martial or drop down blah blah to get different players in. Mm. And he's someone I'm kind of haven't invested too much in Leicester. They're a team I'm still waiting to see how they kind of get on the season. But Fraser was someone I was a bit uh, you know a bit more disappointed in. I was expecting a lot of goals out of Bournemouth, maybe against uh, you know yeah. a, a newly promoted team. I was kind of going, okay, I was happy with my Wilson assist, but you know, I have 7.5 in uh, Fraser, and I wanted something out of them.
1: Yeah, Bournemouth started off, they're they're at home against Sheffield United, a newly promoted team. Mm-hmm. So what do you play? You play three centre-backs. That's what you play, Jerm. You play three centre-backs. You play Mepham, Ake, and Farkin Cook. Uh, and then you play like fucking okay Rico by the way 4.0 a lot of 4.0 started this week Rico played left uh, wing back I don't even know who played right wing back maybe Cook played right wing back anyway they played five at the back and they did play with Wilson and Fraser and King just often so you're kind of going oh wait that makes Fraser more attacking but they looked really just disjointed Mm. Um, never really got going I watched like half of that match and to be honest they were born and Sheffield United kinda of kept kinda of pressing and stayed in the game and got their reward and yeah, I was really disappointed in that game actually. Maybe I might revise, maybe I might agree with you. Fraser was very, very disappointing. Yeah.
0: But look but He, he was, nearly got sent off by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't and, you know, they haven't uh, they have a lovely fixture next week away to Villa who, you know, I can still see kind of goals for Bournemouth in that. I mean, it's, it's a lovely run of fixtures still. So holding tough there as we are, you know, with all aspects of the team. But you kind of touched on it there in terms of Rico starting as a four and there was quite a a few four kind of players playing this week. Yeah, uh, the all the Rico Lundstrom. You you did a post on Twitter about it. Yeah, Lundstrom you,
1: started. He's and you got him in as well. Yeah, you? he's
0: my my four to uh, defend def- fifth He's playing. He's point.
1: playing midfield, and he's got a few assists and. Preseason season and yeah there was real doubts over all these
0: 4.0s like only the week of well i th- I still think there's doubts over like, lundstrom i think with freeman on the bench uh, and he came out to replace lundstrom this you know mm. this this weekend i think there's a chance that like as you said with uh with Cancelo and walker that you could see lundstrom kind of roll back you see yeah that you, you can
1: see that as the season goes on like the okay the goals. new guys have been integrated intricate Integrated, he integrated. She said, integrated. Yeah. slow down on the drink. Uh, yeah, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> um, the new guys integrated into the team. All of a sudden, the tried and trusted guys are pushed out of there. Mm. Kelly start for uh Crystal Palace now. That is purely because of injuries and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but again, you know, we're monitoring Sackle's not back yet. Tompkins isn't back. Uh, also Kale. Hanley,
1: who. Cahill has co- been signed Cahill, for Crystal yeah, Palace. yeah, 4.5. He could be a really good option for 4.5 in the Crystal Palace defense. at tried and trust In a few weeks' FBL, time, yeah. you know, once he settled into the team the for better
0: fixtures. For sure, for sure. Uh, and Hanley for Norwich, I think, was another Yeah, uh, he 4. was another, 2. yeah. Uh, so now, they lost 4-0, but, and he scored no G. But,
1: 4-1. 4-1, mm-hmm. uh, and they, but he scored no G. He did, he did. So, but, right? I mean, their fixtures are just horrible, but, I mean, if he's still starting in six eight game weeks time, you know, there well, could like, be somewhere to go. Starters to go to.
0: like this, you know, if you can find decent, like 4.0s, again, a lot more weeks need to pass before I feel comfortable on, you know, loads of these players. But, you know, they're the kind of ones you would look to yeah, if you're switching formation. Yeah. Do you know the kind of way, if you're looking to save 2.5 mil, it's like, oh, he's a 4.0, I'm starting. not expecting to play, but he's yeah. starting, you know, yeah.
1: Keep an eye on these guys and see who's still playing after, you know, we might just m- mention these guys every second week for the next few weeks and just kind of say who's
0: still in this, who's still got their starting role. Yeah, and uh, we've been sitting here babbling and you know, gesticulating about game week one and all the uh, the kind of news coming from it but I believe it's time you kind of uh, reached into that big sack of yours and uh, pulled out a couple of drunk tank letters don't you think? Game-o.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. So the first question we have here is from uh, Barcel Prophet
0: FC. Well, you said prophet, and I said Prophetic.
1: Yeah, I don't know which it is. It's Dahi, David. Anyway, uh, I've been chatting to him on um, FPL Twitter, Gals of Ireland. Uh, shout out to all the gals out there. Um, basically, he wants to know: Should we be all aboard the Kane train right now, or is there, you know, merit to hold tough for Sonny? Yeah. Now considering so their next game is against Man City, would you want to bring anyone in for that game? I'm not sure you would. The next game after that, then, is Newcastle. Yeah. And Son is available for that.
0: We touched on uh, Spurs' nice kind of fixtures uh, after the Man City game, and it's a, it's an, inter- an interesting question, because uh, to be honest with you, it's something I didn't think about at the weekend. Uh, when Kane scored his brace, I went, oh, fuck, do I need to consider him now? I didn't even think about the Sun question, so I'm glad he asked that. Um, to be honest with you, now that it's in my brain... I think uh, it obviously it falls into the wait and see like nearly everything does after game week one. Yeah, I think he'd probably agree himself that you know of course no decisions are to be made after just one game week. But you know I maybe with Newcastle uh, rolling around the corner and, and son due a, a game week uh, back, I suppose for me it would depend. And what I was going to do with a transfer that week. Because, I mean, I'm rolling it. I'm rolling as well. There's a chance if game week two goes my way, I won't be rolling a transfer. Or I would want to roll another one for game week three. You can't do that. And I fucking hate burning them. I don't burn them. I think that's silly. You can always do something. Uh, Even if it's stupid. And just don't do something stupid at my record team. Like, just do something like a 4.5 punt or something like that. Don't burn your transfer. But, you know, if I was looking... Change your (laughs) subkeeper. Yeah, if I was looking at, uh, like, what price is Sun coming in at this year? He's 8.5 is
1: he? now I know I'm famed for my you know knowledge of player price points off the top of my head right now yeah. but I've had to use a cheat sheet here because I actually because Son was an option for Game Week 1 or 2 I was like I think he's 9.5 but I'm going to have to check here so I've actually cheated um, and, and pull you've up used the-, the
0: word famed very loosely oh yeah, yeah. Like famed
1: somebody <laughs> mentioned it one time that time Uh, but uh, I had to check it up and he is indeed 9.5 he came in at the same price point as um, Kevin De Bruyne as Kevin De Bruyne and Mane last
0: season before Mane went on and had an amazing season, and then got a huge price bump. So he's not going to fit too easily into like anyone's like uh, into my team if I wanted Son in my midfield. Like if he was like a seven point five or an eight, I could be looking at maybe Fraser doesn't do something again away to Villa. Their next fixture exactly. well, is that's the only way I can get him in is Fraser. Well, uh, I'm point
1: five in the bank, so if I can go Wilson down to six point five, I can go Son. Well,
0: you see? That also depends on how many night get on against Wolves because if Martial. Does the biz again? United walk into Crystal Palace in Game Week Three. Yeah, and Fraser. This is all dependent on Fraser doing fuck all against Villa and facing yeah. into a match against City. Because again, I don't see me trying to change my team too much. I'm very happy with how Game Week One went, so I might be looking at Game Week Three with a. As it usually happens to start of the season, I have a transfer to just mess around with a bit here because yeah. you know
1: this is what you want. Yeah. You want your core. Okay, you got your starting eleven. Okay, mm. and. If you're anything like me or you, you're going to have like one playing sub, one dirt sub and one potentially playing 4.0 defender. So, you've kind of got 11 you've got 11 starters. You don't want to be playing Dendonker. And when Dendonker scored, by the way, yeah. at the week at the weekend, the I nearly remember. had a shit attack. I was like, this is the one player I do yeah. not want to score. Cuz you
0: have a lot of, like if I'm reading you correctly, Dendonker is one of those players that for those teams who went with three premium players, yeah. it was because they were playing Dendonker. The the yeah, and he they're playing him in their team. And you're like, no, I nearly did in the sense that I didn't want to, before I got Duncan, I didn't want to play Diop against City. So I was like, I'll play Dendonker. Get out of my brain.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. When I was
0: like, people, I'm like,
1: when he scored, I just thought immediately. Fucking cane owners all have fucking Dendonker. Goddamn. But then VR to the rescue. Yeah, I was delighted with that. But yeah, he's going to sit in my bench. and You do want know. him popping up at the odd goal.
0: But either way, you're right. don't want his he's price good. going down. No. You know, I'd rather go up. I'd rather him get an assist here and there. Yeah, You went to actually mention the price horizon. Uh, We're getting away from the drunk tank. Uh, but that's fair enough. Thanks for the question. Mr. I do think Perf- Son is actually a great option. Oh, and, yeah. I didn't ask your opinion.
1: Yeah, I do think Son is a great option. I would like to get him. I'm going caneless yeah. because for every week where he's going to score two goals against. The likes of Aston Villa yeah. and he may score a goal or two against Newcastle. Uh he's going to blank against Man City and he'll probably blank then the following week against Arsenal. I mm-hmm. mean he maybe he won't. That's often there's often goals in that game, but
0: why do you when you say caneless, you just mean for these first few fixtures, you're not ruling it out all season I mean, you. did say at the start yeah. of the season you don't want to get any premium uh, forwards. It's your aim this year. My
1: aim is to just kind of trying to stick to certain strategies. One of them is to go without premium forwards, mm. but I did also mention in like one of our previous pods that if someone I think like Kane becomes essential, then I'm happy to come off like a premium midfielder. I'm only gonna try and get two premiums in. After Christmas when I have more money in the
0: bank to play with, maybe I'll go for a third premium. I think you're basically a flip flopper, Seamus. We saw it last year with Hazard and you've no goddamn. You gotta Tiger be League. fluid. You gotta be fluid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get out of we
1: here. it. We saw last year with my, you know, winning the Tiger League you know, yeah. and you coming second. That uh, you got to be fluid. Yeah. You know.
0: No, no. And again, thanks for the question, uh, Mr. Prophet. Dahi, uh, Dahi. David Dahi. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Cheers. Anyone that wants to get a question uh, in, you can reach us on FBL Hangover at Twitter. You can also send us an email at FBL Hangover at Gmail But uh, you mentioned the Tiger League there, and uh, looking at our first uh, see, you know, our first mini league season. Uh, I had a quick gander at the FBL Hangover Mini League, and it was a pleasant surprise to see a member of our own Mini League long before, uh, long before the podcast was ever a twinkle in Seamus's eye. Um, Ian Watch top of the Tiger League and top of the FBL Hangover Mini League. Uh, Fantastic week, ninety four points.
1: Yeah, savage week. Fair play to Ian. Um, It's great to see one of our own Mini League players actually doing this because we've got a lot of really good. You know, managers that have joined um, over the weeks. Now, his team had the tree, the triumvirate: Salah, Sterling and Kane. He mm-hmm. actually captained Kane. Yeah. And cool yeah, he also had De Bruyne. So he had Salah, Sterling, uh, De Bruyne and Kane. Oh yeah, he went top heavy. That's He's really fucking... top heavy. He, yeah, he took some risks as well. Keane and Wesley.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But he also had Zinchenko, Pope and Dunk so fair play to him.
0: Well yeah he did and uh, Wilson coming off the midfield he took a bit of a punt with Harry Wilson for Bournemouth. Oh, that's going and to I get think...
1: fucking confusing man. Yeah. Harry Wilson Callum Wilson. I'm oh.
0: sure there'll be some uh, shit shortened name they come up with uh, for I'm sure it probably already is one. Yeah, uh, like I don't know. I'm not even gonna. It's gonna be.
1: It's just gonna be, it. be Harry and
0: Callum. No, it is. But when Harry like, and was, met Callum. It was a good week for uh, Mister Walsh. and uh, worth noting, as I said, with the top heavy. Kudos to you, sir. Yeah, he did go a bit. Uh, he did go a bit light at the back. I'm not too convinced by Catcart, Diop, Lundstrom, Duncan, Zinchenko. He's got absolutely no Liverpool uh, defense, which worked out this week. Yeah, um, do. So. I don't know. Heavily owned, uh, kind of Liverpool. Heavily owned uh, ownership for Liverpool defense. So, you know, I foresee a lot of clean sheets and maybe a lot of missed points. You just there. love ragging
1: on Ian, though. I do. I do. You once, do. Once so, uh, fair play, and you get the shout out this week. We will, um, we will announce whoever's top, of, whoever's top of our uh, mini league each week. will get a shout out. Actually, we should get the mini league code here. This, this is probably a good segue into announcing our mini league code is yeah it, it was and was this meant to
0: happen at the very start of the pod no I mean while you rifled through the papers I was going to subtly hint to it and do it maybe silently but oh, I see it you got that. you had a whole thing kind I of worked out. out and then I, I drunkenly just terrible. barged in the front door and yeah, like, I was like my oh.
1: uh, okay.
0: but go on give us the code you have a All right, in front
1: alright guys get in here to the FPL hangover mini league at this point if you want to beat Ian who is at top of the mini-league right now, uh, you can only manage, was it 4th or 5th, year? 4th. You're 4th, and I'm tied 15th. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the code is ELN5Z3. So E for Echo, L for Lima, N for November, 5, Z for Zulu,
0: 3. Every time you do the, the kind of phonetic thing for those letters, I get disappointed with how accurate it is. I want you to be a bit more inventive and start spitting out random words with E. Don't do it now. No, I, was like, yeah. it's I was like, E for El Mohammedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L exactly. for Leno. But there you go. Damn it, you've wasted it. You can't do that next week. Come up with countries. Uh, but no, I think um, I think that was a nice uh, nice addition to the season was being able to look at the, the podcast mini-league and go, oh, fuck, uh, there is some good names in there. And uh, it kind of... It's a nice Irish tangent. Here,
1: yes, we've got... um. There's, there's a nice... It's not all Irish lads in there. We'd love to see a, a few more there, but we've got a lot of lads mixture from our own mini-league, some yeah. other mini-leagues that I'm involved in, and then just a bunch of guys on Twitter, a bunch of uh, people who are following us and listening to us on a weekly basis. So mm-hmm. if you are listening, we encourage you to join. We're going to probably gonna close this off end of September so we can keep this local.
0: Yeah, keep it in.
1: We and- don't want someone walking in here in December kind of going, you know what? I'm like top... 5k, and I just
0: want to like have another, yeah, another number one notch on your damn bedpost. I'm not your two dollar <laughs> hooker. Get back to your saloon, sir. How dare you! No, exactly. Well said, it is. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, I was a mini like, but I think we're, we're kind of coming close to the end, and there is one section left. It's balls to the wall. You this is our weekly section where we uh, basically put our money where our mouth is and pick some hot shots and puck fodders. Long... Sh- shots? Long pucks? <laughs> Long shots and hot shots. I didn't even realise that before. But, uh, yeah, no, no. So, uh, last year I crushed Seamus uh, to, you know, to the point where he almost didn't want to do it this year, but i like to... Soon. I don't think you need to mention that on every pod I'm know. definitely going to get it in the first few just say what
1: the hot shots and puck photos are
0: fine ladies and gentlemen this week we have more rustling fucking paper <laughs> no uh, fucking last week uh, we both had pretty much the same of, you know kind of either you picked this player <laughs> yeah. or I'm going to pick him and I don't think it's going to be too much of a surprise but Seamus what team you know two players did you go with last week ago? were your two hot shots
1: last week all our players scored yeah yeah, we just, like, I mean, everyone scored. From what it seemed like, there was, like, 900 goals in the Premier League last year. Spoiler alert. I would um, first pick <laughs> because... No, I had first pick. Oh, you had first I pick? I won it last year. Oh, I thought I first first pick because you won it last year. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad we got that in there twice uh, more. Okay, this all wrong. Okay, you had first pick because you supreme me last year.
0: And you went with Harry fucking Kane. Indeed. Over Salah, may it be said. Yeah,
1: uh, which threw things up in the air because I thought you were going Salah, mm-hmm. which meant that I thought I had Kane. But it made no difference. Uh, once you went Kane, I went Salah. And your next pick? I believe it was Sterling. Yeah, it was Raheem mm-hmm. goddamn Sterling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're giving me a free Aubameyang pick. Mm-hmm. I thought Aubameyang was a much better pick last week. You thought Aubameyang to Newcastle was better than Sterling to West Ham? Yeah, home game versus away. That's what I thought. Um, And look, obviously, I knew Sterling was away was a a great picture against West Ham. West Ham are rubbish. Um, But damn it, you were right. So, Sterling got a 20-point haul. Kane got 13. So, you got 33 points from your two picks. Yeah, you got got eight goals Um, from our our two picks. Yeah, I only got
0: 19 from my two players. You got 33. Convincing win. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, (laughs) kind (laughs) of... Bade in it too much because I feel like last week was a bit of a gimme. A lot of easy fixtures for a lot of top players.
1: Yeah. Also, Arsenal just put out like an absolutely rubbish, like, first team um, against yeah,
0: Newcastle I and uh, struggled to break them down. Yeah, true. That's uh, that's on you for not thinking they would do that, Seamus. Yeah. But we also had Puck Fathers last uh, week. And uh, yeah, as I said, neither of these worked out. No, they, they, the were both. they were both poor. Now,
1: if you gone for your, your boy Ashley Barnes instead of Chris Woods, mm-hmm. uh maybe that could have uh, worked did out. Did I go Chris Wood? Part. Yeah, you went Woods. I went with Pereira and at the time when I did it I didn't realise that he was um not match fit yeah. and not likely to start. Um in fact he came on at halftime for Delafeu. Uh, so he only got one point. Uh, so Chris Wood's two points means you win that
0: too. Boom. Beat you again. Absolutely smashed you this week. <laughs> double. You my score. I did, I did. But you have a chance to redeem yourself. And I believe it is also your you know, chance to go first this week. So Seamus, your first hot shot. First hotshot
1: this week is going to be Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang.
0: So I'm going for Aubameyang. Again. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I've gone for Sterling. Or not Sterling, but Salah. Yeah, yeah. So you had first what pick. What do we call my Aubameyang pick? The pepperoni pick? The pepperoni pick. Because it's like you're repeating it from last week. You've gotten Aubameyang two weeks in a row now. Yeah. And just like a We nice know how
1: much pepperoni repeats on you
0: yeah, on well, a pizza. Just like a nice-ass uh, pizza. You know, you burp that shit up later. Second pizza. Boom. Mm, yeah, so
1: Aubameyang gets the pepperoni pick from me this week. Yeah. Uh, you've got Salah, which is a smart pick. It is, but um, I'm surprised you didn't go
0: Salah. You think Aubameyang at home to Burnley that just won 2-0 against 3-0 uh, against uh, an Arsenal team four. who no it was wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say definitely wasn't 4 I was surprised i brain now yeah, yeah. I can you make him say anything nearly, you nearly had me but uh, yeah you think Aubameyang at home to a Burnley team who just came to clean sheet and are pretty happy with themselves uh, against an Arsenal team who barely scraped by Newcastle is a better pick than Salah who has already shown what he's capable of I do and I'll tell you why do Abambiang
1: has been in the Premier League a season and a half now. He's played Burnley three times. Okay, he scored two goals every time he's played them. You know how I feel about stats <laughs> He likes playing shit teams. Burnley yeah. are a poor team. Yeah, yeah. Now Burnley, I do think are going to be better this year, but you know what? I just I saw that and I was like oh, that. Like I instantly got a semi. Fair enough. And you know, um, that being said, Salah. Has got five goals and an assist in his
0: last four games against Southampton. So, fair enough. I feel better. I did not know that. Yeah. And again, I do not subscribe to that nonsense. uh, But now that you don't, you're more happy. I'm I'm just (laughs) glad I got to pick Salah. But you did get a second hotshot pick. Oh, no. I actually got to go first for the second pick. And I picked... uh, Who did I pick? Martial. Martial, yes. I'm happy with that one. He's someone that... I uh, You've mentioned Martial a few yeah. times
1: on this pod. You're definitely strongly thinking Martial.
0: Yeah, but I'm telling you. I know you, you seem to think Rashford's overpriced, but fuck it. If if he becomes as much of an option, he might be the way to go, depending on what kind of punch you want. Rashford got 13 points this week. Martial got, what, 7? Seven? 7 or 8. He or got didn't no I, bonus. Yeah. You didn't so, get any and he else. got a yellow
1: card. Hmm. So, Martial got 7. Rashford got 13. But, that being said... You know, Martial is playing as, is is classified as a midfielder in FPL, yeah, so yeah. he gets the extra points for a goal. He's actually starting center forward. They're he's all changed, the they're changing position, but yeah. he's out of position and seven five for Man United striker. That's amazing about That's it. what Rashford was last like, year. Like, I get wasn't it. it. I get it.
0: Um, but you are a second hot shot pick. My second hot shot pick was like the man who got a hat trick last week, Raheem Sterling. Yeah, Raheem Sterling. You're not phased by City versus Dunham.
1: No, if anything, I was more. I actually would like to go for Aguero. Yeah, Aguero has a good record against Spurs. He's brilliant at home. Yeah. Um, I see City not steamrolling them, but winning. Yeah. Um, there's no bad fixtures for Man City. Back them any game week, and it just to me is a game that they can't drop Sterling for. They'll probably start Aguero, but Jesus played so well that I think you know he the goal and the goal ruled out. That possibly he starts mm. so that's the only reason I haven't gone for Aguero and I've gone for Sterling
0: set so if I can throw you a curveball and I know you love curvy balls what team would you nail on for a clean sheet this week ooh I think you haven't looked yeah. at this you haven't and it's something I'm thinking of adding to this hotshot puck for the lark that we do yeah. I think every week it would be nice to, if you could pick your, your favourite for a cleanie I'm going to say mine first while you have a quick look at the fixtures go for it but I'm going Everton I think Watford looked Pretty toothless against Brighton. Uh, um, I'm not convinced by them. You know whether they'll they'll start banging in goals. And I think Everton have shown throughout pre season, even though they are maybe as equally tootless as Watford, they have kept clean sheets and they continue to do so at the weekend. So I back Everton for a clean sheet against Watford. Most likely a nil nil in my in my head. Seamus, you've had enough mm. time now. I've looked at it. You've looked at it. I've assessed. I know. It's got to be gut instinct. Go, bump, in Gut instinct? Yeah. Sheffield United. You think Sheffield United against Palace? not a bad shout, man. Yeah, not that's bad my gut instinct. instinct. I
1: looked at all those fixtures, and for some reason, Sheffield United is like
0: screaming at me. That's a clean sheet there. So you don't Henderson. think United are going to keep Wolves out? You think Wolves are going to get their first goal of the Premier League season? Um, that could be one
1: but uh, I feel more I mean I really liked how strong they looked defensively which was not there at all last season and Wolves have got a Europa League game midweek and could be tired afterwards I don't think they will however because they're like 4-0 up from the first leg they're playing at home so they haven't got a long flight Um, they may be a bit distracted but uh, yeah Wolves got the better man United three times last season in the cup and twice in the league. So I can't really say, I think many are going to keep him out.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And uh, we're going to have to come up with a witty name for the goalkeepers. But while we do that, actually, if anyone has any suggestions, as I said before, for the clean sheet names, you can, uh, you can shout at us, as I said, on Twitter at FPL Hangover. Seamus is also floating around the, uh, the Twitter sphere at FPL Drunk. He's starting to live, live up to his name a bit now on the pod's, so if you're hearing an extra clanging and banging, that's uh, that's Seamus helping me drink some cans. Oh, boom. Sip a beer for the working man. Sip a beer. Sip a beer. For the working man. Yeah, so you get it at, get him at FPL Drunk. You get us at FPL Hangover. You can also shout us at email at fplhangover at gmail.com. Seamus, are you going to say goodbye to everyone? Yeah, goodbye everyone
1: and... Am oh I gonna continue this? To uh, that's up to you. Have people been waiting for this? I I've been waiting for it, Jerry. I know you. Well, guys, I hope your hours are green this week. Okay? Be green. God bless.